Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team it's the postseason going back at the wall let's go let's go marwin has tied it at three and springer drives one pretty deep to right center field on the run is hernandez looking up and that ball is gone a two-run home run for george springer this is october baseball and he lifts this one left field arriba This crowd is going bonkers. And Alex lines this in the left center field. That's a base hit. Fisher around third and coming home. Ethier up with the baseball. The throw to the plate. Not in time. Astros win. Astros win. Turn up your radio, Houston. And the Astros are 2017 World Series champions. Astros radio. World Series champions. Houston's exclusive hometown call. Participants in this win for the Astros, Lance McCullers Jr. coming out of the bullpen, a 1-2-3 eighth inning. And, of course, Lance, you were preparing for this bullpen role late in the regular season uh, coming off the disabled list. Uh, what, what's your routine like right now? Are you pretty comfortable with it, warming up out of the bullpen and getting into the game quickly? Yeah, I think uh, what's been real key for me personally is the, the coaching staff and A.J. And, and all the bullpen guys have been uh, really cool with whatever I need to get done just to, to do it and uh, be ready to go. So, I've been staying inside for the first, you know, couple innings, um, making sure that I prepare my body like I would as a starter. I go out there to the bullpen and I, I play some catch and I loosen up then. That way, when it is my turn to be called on, whether it's a quick situation and need me hot or whether I have some time like I did today, either role I'll be ready for. Lance, every time we've seen you come out of the bullpen now, each time your velocity increases, are you starting to feel more strong as things go along? Yeah, I just think it's one of those things. You know, coming back from a from a forearm injury, sure. so. When, you know, Sparky, I know you probably know from, you know, playing and ripping that phone book that one time. <laughs> uh, when, when, <laughs> no, when you come, no, but seriously, though, when you come back from an injury, there's always that kind of doubt in the back of your head. If it's, is it going to hurt again? When will it hurt? Uh, but for me, being able to get out of the pen, especially the, the back-to-back days and just knowing that, right. hey, my body's 100% ready to go, I feel like I can just cut it loose. And, I mean, just an impressive game, obviously, for the Astros against a really good pitcher and, and, and Corey Kluber and, and getting some offense against them. How much fun was it to watch Verlander? I mean, he, he looked untouchable those first five innings. You know, I feel like the guy just always, always when we need him, especially in the postseason, whether it's game one, whether it was last year in the ALCS, uh, when we needed that big game um, in game uh, six, I believe. You know, he just shows up. Uh, he's big, big for us, definitely on the hill. You know, he sets the tone. He said it early, and our guys responded with a couple of runs, and then uh, the bullpen came in, and uh, we shut it down. 
Last thing, Lance, what's the vibe like in the in the clubhouse before the game and in the bullpen during the game? Does it feel very familiar to last year? Yeah, I think that the, the, one of the greatest things we do is just have fun. That's yeah. that's the that's the biggest thing in regards to the situation, in regards to how things are going, um, good or bad. We know we're a great ball club and want to make sure we have fun and we smile along the way and enjoy this. So uh, everyone was having a good time today, you know, eating some pancakes. You know, I had some gluten-free, uh, you know, and uh, felt good, man. This was, this was a great win for us, good game one. The fans showed out. I know a lot of people had to call in sick. We appreciate you coming even though you felt really bad. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we, 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 great win, great win. I'm just glad you kept the LBs off. Good job with the gluten-free. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> hey, Lance, thanks for joining us. Stay away from the phone books, okay? All right, guys, see ya. All right. Lance McCullers joining us, and all guests to appear on the Astros postgame show receive a gift card courtesy of Landry's, leader in dining, hospitality, entertainment, and gaming with over 600 locations nationwide. Find out more at LandrysInc.com. Indians down to their final strike. Everyone on their feet. 2-2. Brown ball left side, right at Correa, down the one knee, fields, underhands the second to get the force, and that is the ball game. The Indians and Astros, game one of the ALDS in the books, and it belongs to the Astros, who win it 7-2. Well, a great win yesterday, AJ. You had to be proud of your guys, the way they came out there and battled all game long, didn't you? Yeah, no, it was a great atmosphere. It was a great way to kick off the series. Uh, I think the boys were ready to play. JV set a great tone. I mean, there wasn't anything uh, not to like about yesterday from the start of the game to the bullpen to the, you know, the homers, the finish in the game strong. As soon as inning was great. I mean, it was a, uh, a great win. Thinking back to 2015, <clears throat> the first year you were here, the first time that the, this group made it to the playoffs, what is the culture like? I know this culture is, is built on winning and the mindset's great, but how much different is it now compared to then? Well, I think it's we know what we're playing for. We've experienced the you know the highest of highs. We've also experienced what it's like to get kicked out of the playoffs. So I, I think this, this group has matured in front of our own eyes. I think they understand the moment. I think they are very, very comfortable in their own skin. I think that's one of the, one of the pillars of our culture is just be yourself, and you're going to see some crazy – uh, antics, you're going to see some dugout stares, you're going to see some emotion, the handshakes. I mean, all the guys come out of the dugout as soon as we do something positive. Um, we just got a great vibe going on. Got Bregman out there. And he hammers this one. Left field, it's got a chance, it's gone! Just like that, Bregman goes deep and the Astros lead one to nothing. Often smoking, it's not surprising that he's the one that gets you guys on the board first, right? Yeah, it's amazing to see how this is, has kind of transformed itself. You know, in, in 2015, it was the emergence of, of young players, Correa being a young player, Springer really coming out. 2016 and 17, Altuve became the MVP. Uh, 2018, you know, these guys revere Alex Bregman in his second year and, <laughs> and consider him the MVP. So I, um, obviously it's a lot of names that can, we can rattle off as being, you know, a center part of what we're doing. But I love how everybody jumps on board with whoever that guy's going to be, yeah. no matter what the name is. Hey, we were kind of joking yesterday, your nine-hole guy in the lineup yesterday, mm -hmm. Maldonado, was just, it just the name was jumping out at us like, man, he might do some damage, and he did. That ball's driven to left field. That's got a huge chance, and it's gone. Just lying in the weeds, Martin Maldonado. A cookie fastball, and into the Landry's Crawford boxes, the Astros lead 5-2. to two. Yeah, I mean, it, the playoffs are, are set up for these crazy things that you least expect. I mean, everyone's like, you know, last night in my media session, they were like talking about Springer, talking about Bregman, talking about Altuve, the back-to-back -back homers. And I, I felt like that little emoji, like raising my hand going, hey, like don't forget about Maldonado. Yeah. That homer separated us a little bit, gave us a little breathing room. Um, they did not attempt a stolen base. That doesn't, that doesn't go unnoticed by me, uh, a team that runs a ton. 
Um, so it's nice to have him kind of hiding down in the nine hole. It's nice to have that weapon, Ryan Presley, out in the bullpen right now. You can use him at any time, and you did yesterday. When, when it mattered most, you went to Ryan Presley. Fans on their feet. Nothing in two to Cabrera. Presley. Ground ball, and it's stabbed by Ryan Presley on a sharp one hopper above his head. Yeah, I went to him before the game and, and just gave him a heads up that, you know, we all expect JV to go seven, eight, or nine innings, but if not and he gets into a little bit of trouble, he was the guy I was going to turn to, and, and he's so good at spinning the ball, and then, you know, you know that's not to disrespect his fastball, like 96, 97 yeah, miles did. an hour. So um, he came in, and the first ball bounced, and, and I know everybody had a collective groan, and and that inning was starting to spiral out of control. He collects himself. Uh, you know, there's not a ton better middle parts of the order than Ramirez and Carnacion, 70-plus home runs during the season. Um, that, that, to me, was the, was the turning point because leaving that inning 4-2 to two is different than leaving 4-4 four to four or 5-4 to four, uh, in, a, in a game that we were largely in control of. I want to ask you one more thing about yesterday. And for all my life, Watching the All-Star games and watching the playoffs, one of my favorite things to do is watch introductions. And I get goosebumps, and I got goosebumps yeah. yesterday. It, does it still affect you? It does, and those don't get old, and, and especially at home. You know, we're going to do it again in Cleveland, and, that, and that's cool and all. But when you do it at home mm-hmm. and that, that everybody is so excited, you know, you get the bro hugs, you get the, the high fives, the cheers. You're all trying to find your family and your friends in the stands. And, mm-hmm. and there's something about that national anthem with both teams on the field. Um, you know, there's usually something big like a flag like yesterday's never settle flag or uh, just the dog and pony show is real. These are real games. You look up yeah. on the scoreboard, there's only one or two games in the out-of-town scoreboard. Uh, that's different, and, and so are intros. I think since spring training I've been excited to see what Garrett Cole looks like on this stage. Are you? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think he's going to look exactly how he's looked all along. I mean, he's, he's pumped for the start because of the, the situation that we're in. I mean, as far as the one-two punch uh, of, of he and JV that's been our – kind of our leaders, the entire group on the pitching staff. And, um, you know, I, I know when, when he got over here, as much as, you know, he pitched in the, in the, in the wild card game for the Pirates, um, this feeling of, of, of being on this type of team was something that he was hungry for. So, I, um, you know, he can get to 100. I expect him to. And I also expect him to be able to spin his breaking balls and, and, and feed off of the game plan we had yesterday. Outside of your coaches, you've got some veterans in the clubhouse. Some of them don't start. How important are those guys? They're important. You know, they're going to play a, a role um, either in this series or if we happen to advance to the next series. Like, I don't know when that's going to be. Last year we saw Carlos Beltran come off the bench and get a big hit against Kimbrel in right. the division series. Um, McCann's going to catch tomorrow. We're going to, you know, Gaddis is going to face Miller or Hand or or Oliver Perez, those three lefties that they have. I don't. That spot's usually going to come in a big spot, so they need to stay patient. They, they, you know, they're all on board. I love the reactions that we've gotten from these guys, understanding that it's about getting 11 wins. We got one so far. All right, AJ. Thanks for your time. Good luck today. Robert Ford joined by Astros pitching coach Brent Strom. Astros taking Game One of the division series yesterday uh, from the Cleveland Indians, and of course Justin Verlander and the Astros bullpen a, a big part of that. And I mean, I know as a as a pitching coach, obviously you're always in along with manager AJ Hinch looking at for signs of fatigue and signs of uh, of whether a guy should should continue. And obviously it, it gets ratcheted up in the postseason, I would imagine, because a situation where you might leave a pitcher in longer may be a little different in the postseason. Yeah, we had that situation in the sixth inning last night. You know, you, you always hate to take out a, a, a guy like Verlander, the pedigree of Verlander, who prides himself on going deep in games. But um, we got to the situation where uh, <clears throat> I think it was Ramirez who's coming up. I think Brantley was at bat. 
and AJ asked me, he said, uh, if, uh, if, he, uh, if he gets a hit, what do you think? And I said, I'd make the change, go to Presley. He said, what if he gets him out? I suggested we take him out and we go to Presley. So it really, uh, I think uh, whenever he asks me like that, I give him what I think, and the, the final decision is obviously his. I thought the breaking ball would play, a fresh breaking ball would play against uh, um, Ramirez. And uh, Verlander, you know, he, he, the five innings of, you know, five no-head innings, and everybody thinks it's, but it was a close game. Every mm-hmm. pitch means so much in the playoffs. And uh, Ramirez is an excellent hitter. They, you know, home run power and this and that. And, uh, Presley's done such a nice job for us that uh, I just felt it was the right move, and uh, AJ made the call, and it turned out good. How rare is it for to have a reliever like Ryan Presley, who not only does he throw you know mid upper nineties with the fastball, but he's got two really good breaking balls. I feel like that's not something you see a reliever with a good curveball and a good slider to go along with the fastball. Well, it's kind of funny when we we played the Twins last year. I, I kind of liked this guy. I kind of said, well, this guy's got something special, and. Uh, it's just another credit to our front office going out and uh, identifying a, a guy that uh, would fit into our uh, philosophy and, and mold and everything. And he's been – he's nothing but great for us this far. Uh, A.J. loves him because I'll tell you one thing he does for me. I don't have to make a trip usually to, to buy time. Presley gets quick as quickly as any pitcher I've ever been around. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I'll go out to make the trip and I – I'll have to uh, tell little lies to the pitcher the whole time I'm out there trying to buy time for the reliever to get loose. Uh, but with Presley, it wasn't necessary, and he was ready in six, seven pitches. And Lance McCullers coming out of the bullpen as well and, and looking great in the in the eighth inning. And obviously this is a little bit of a different role for McCullers, although he did do it some in the postseason last year. How much do you feel like coming off the DL and, and getting those, those handful of appearances at last week of the regular season really helped him prepare for this bullpen role? Well, he was an unknown factor. Obviously, we know how, how good he is uh, and what he did in this series, uh, especially against the Yankees uh, uh, in the final game of the uh, ALCS. Uh, the back-to-back days in Baltimore really kind of solidified him. And, uh, you know, we were unsure at that time. You know, you never know how a guy's going to respond. Uh, but I will say that he, uh, he, he, he met the challenge. And last night, uh, you know, first pitch was kind of a tentative uh, 92 in on a hitter. And then all of a sudden he got ahead, and I saw 97 pop up on the board. And he still has his power breaking ball. So it was, it was a, gr- a great stepping stone to get to Osuna. You know, that 7th, 8th, and ninth is uh, using Presley when we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, not, uh, we're not against using our high leverage people in, in any part of the game because the game was on the balance right there with Ramirez uh, in that group hitting so in, and Encarnacion. So uh, uh, Lance did a nice job. How do you help prepare a pitcher for a role like that, a guy who's been a starter most of his career and most of the season? And, and obviously you see this all the time in the postseason with guys moving to the bullpen. Well, in Lance's case, we got him up with with the uh, two outs in the inning before, and so we gave him additional time. He's not Presley, okay? We're going to give yeah. him plenty of time. Unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately or unfortunately, we had a long inning. He warmed up about three or four times, you know, and um, so he had plenty of time to get loose. We always find ways to buy time if a guy's not going to be ready. I'm in constant communication with Doug White, uh, letting me know where he is. Uh, I will suggest to AJ, need a catcher's trip. I need to make a trip, things like that. So uh, we want, you know, people to come in uh, uh, ready to go because that usually for the starter, uh, that first inning is most important. And for relievers, the first hitter he's going to face, that seems to uh, be the most important hitter. Now, I know last year you promised your wife that if the Astros won the World Series, you would agree to take dance lessons because she's been bugging you about doing it for, for quite some time. 
Have you promised anything that you can reveal publicly to your wife should the Astros go all the way again this year? Well, I think she she would probably suggest if we win it back-to-back, she's going to make me wear a thong down in Rio de Janeiro or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what, but uh, we'll, we'll see. She hasn't, she hasn't uh, suggested anything yet. I know she's as nervous as I am about the playoffs. Obviously, repeat would, repeating would be a great... Uh, it would be a great thrill for everybody involved. It's been such a long season, and uh, I, I'm just looking forward to the battle that's ahead of us. Brent Strom, Astros pitching coach, always good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Turn up your radio, Houston, to your hometown team, the American League Division Series. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 